Hello, this is Mariah. And this is Serena. And this is the Midday Buzz. What's the buzz, Serena? Um, I just got back from a trip, a little road trip. To where? To Santa Barbara. Ooh. So, you know, short drive, short little four and a half, five hour drive. <laughs> All about perspective. That kind of <laughs> sounds like a long drive. It is a long drive, actually. Right. But I wasn't the one driving, so like passenger princess or whatever they're Ooh. called. But I was sleeping, so... <laughs> Dude, that's me every time I'm a passenger. It could be a 10-minute car ride. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's a 10-minute short nap. You know what I remember about you in cars is that you can't read or you'll get sick. <laughs> Wait, I can. I can. Oh, you can now? Yeah. Oh. Wait, are you sure you're thinking of me? Maybe not, but I thought you said you used to get sick. This might be another friend. I used to do homework in the car. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. I'm a trained professional. Like math? Hell yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, we, uh, yeah, we went to Santa Barbara um, for my boyfriend's mom's birthday. So Whoa. she really wanted to go get some sun. You know, it's been cold here, as we discussed. You know, we just wanted that warm Santa Barbara beach sun. Yeah. <laughs> and we did not get any of that. No, at all. Well, okay, it broke through sometimes, but every morning was this overcast, foggy, like just blanket of fog. Yeah. Every time. It was even misting. Like it, the weather said it was going to be 70 degrees and sunny. So I was hopeful. Things quickly took a turn as soon as we were there. It's even worse than like here. Like yeah. I know it's foggy in San Francisco. We're in no, San Francisco. Yeah. This is not. It was more than that. And I never see fog in San Francisco actually where I live. And you're you're pretty sunny out here actually. Yeah. So like I don't really believe in that theory of Carl the Fog. <laughs> I feel like now that you've spoken into existence, Carl's going to be like, bitch. I know. It feels like I'm denying climate change. I'm not. <laughs> She's not. I'm She's not. not. So the, the fog did come in several days while we were there. So we tried to make the best of it, you know, not yeah. going to the beach in the morning. So we waited for the fog to What burn about off. the temperature? Like, was the temperature nice at least? It was or was like, it actually like chilly? It, it was, was like high weather. 60s at least. Okay. Yeah. Like it was fine. It, it didn't reach past 70. Not the ideal situation. We ended up going to the beach at some point and there was just this blanket of fog and then <laughs> the sun on the right side. So we were like trying to get the sun on the right side. Mm. We did get some, some tan in. So that was good. The most tan I got was outside my sister's house. Like, without even trying. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need to change into a bathing suit right now. This is the peak sun power right now. Might have just been where our Airbnb was. Maybe. Because they were closer to the water. My sister's house is a little bit further. More so, inland. Yeah, more inland. Did you use your cloud block? Cloud block? <laughs> On my ninth birthday, it was super gloomy in Half Moon Bay. Okay. And I was like, I don't need sunscreen. And I burnt. <laughs> the worst I've ever burnt in my life. The only time I heard about cloud burn was from iCarly. Oh, when she's like, Freddie, you could get cloud burn. This is and the so second. Yes. Yes. No, wow. it, it's real. It's it real. happened. Yes. It's, it's because you don't think you're going to get burned. Yes. Because the sun's not out. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's deceiving. So I was able to get some sun, but we first went to Montecito. Very like fancy. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they're like beach casual. You could just tell like people are rich and like <laughs> they're in their cashmere sweaters because it's overcast. Like the shops are crazy there. Like the boutiques. Mm -hmm. I'm so scared. Where like boutiques. a t-shirt is a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. If that dude, that's, that's a steal there. Really? Dude. Yeah. The cardigans and stuff. Like I was looking at it and it's like 200 bucks, 250. And Damn. Like, I could buy a whole like 12 course meal with this. That's 250 McChickens. <laughs> 50 Subway sandwiches. Yeah. 50 foot longs. 50 foot longs. You know, with <laughs> yoga mat chemicals in it. <laughs> Throwback to our episode five if you haven't heard it. But yeah, so we got lunch there and that was actually very nice, very like local fish and like very, very refreshing. And I knew I was going to have to wear like jeans in the car. I was going to we say, you can't wear there. sweats. Right. I couldn't even wear sweats in the car because I knew we were going there. So I was like, oh, 
have to be somewhat dressed Mm -hmm. well. As soon as you walk into a restaurant, I don't know what it is, but it's like south of San Luis Obispo and north of LA. People have a staring problem. (laughs) I feel like that's everywhere. (laughs) People in Montecito, I don't know what it is, in Santa Barbara, it was like as soon as you like entered a cafe, whatever, whatever you look like, they're like, and they whip their head and look at you. And they're Damn. like staring like for more than two seconds. Like I'll look at people, but then I'll look immediately down if they <sighs> notice. I love staring at people though. What the hell? Like with I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. It's like I so don't bad. see people. But like sometimes if someone's wearing a, like a nice outfit or I just think they're like a beautiful person or the opposite and I just want to stare. I mm-hmm. like staring at people. It's I know it's wrong. Really? I don't do it. But like I'm tempted. Admiring them at least. Admiring, yeah. But it feels like they just like have a disgusted look on their face. Like, oh. Ugh. Like, why are you here? Maybe that's part of the posh atmosphere is like, okay, everyone, like they rehearsed before. Yeah. Whenever anyone walks in the door, yeah. it doesn't seem like they belong here. Let's make sure we stare. Yeah. It was super quiet and like it was 2 p.m. on a Saturday. I don't know. It was like Easter weekend. There wasn't that many people. And then we entered the bar area and everyone just kind of whipped their head. And I'm like, why is this like, so fascinating? You don't here. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's go sit outside, I guess. We got coffee at some place and we just kind of left because we felt uncomfortable. Like really? Monkey? Yeah, like everyone was kind of like, I just wanted to say like, what are you looking at? Like, can you imagine if someone just was like, what are you looking at? Like, what would you say? I like, could imagine. I, I I would be like, I'm sorry. You I would melt. Stare. You would melt. <laughs> I would melt. <laughs> but I felt like saying that at some point, like, what are you staring at? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It was so weird. At that restaurant we were at, there was a, there was a drink called R-H-O-M. And for me as a Housewives fan, mm-hmm. That RH is Real Housewives right. of another city. Oh. So it said R-H-O-M. So I was like, Real Housewives of Miami. Because that's like a real show that was on. Right. That's on right now. Um, so I was just like, it was a, it was one of the drinks titled that. And so I kept looking at it. I'm like, I don't want to order this, but I'm curious about it. And yeah. so the waitress came over like the second time and I was like, what? Are you guys copying Real Housewives? Like, are you trying to reference yeah. Real Housewives? I wasn't sure. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's like just a fun drink on the menu. It's like Real Housewives of Montecito. And I was like, oh, okay. that's what the M is You got for. the reference, though. I, I did. would not have gotten that. I did. I was Because when you see Rome, like anything, Rome. like Salt Lake City is like R-H-O-S-L-C. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Beverly Hills, R-H-O-B-H. I hear like Rome. Rome. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> like you have to say it. And so I'm like, Rome, like what? And so it made sense that Montecito and she was like, oh, yeah, it's just like a fun little gimmick we do. I'm like, that's fun. Do you remember oh, what was f- in it? Huh? Do you remember what was in it? I the think drink? it was like a rum drink, which for Montecito, I'm kind of surprised. I don't know why. I just assumed there'd be like champagne. or. Like- I love a good rum drink. Yeah, yeah. You would think champagne, maybe vodka. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But no, they're like, like a- no, throw in the rum. <laughs> throw in the rum. Yeah. It was some pineapple rum situation. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, huh, that makes me more think Miami or I don't know, something tropical. Not Montecito. Not Montecito. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Montecito. But yeah, uh, she, she got the reference. And then it made me think about how we used to joke about like Real Housewives of Campbell. Yep. Campbell's our hometown in California next to San Jose. <laughs> so we'd just always be like all the moms that are drunk on like Saturday at a key. Yeah. Like this is the Real, Real Housewives, Housewives of Campbell. Campbell. Right and there. so when we act like that, we call ourselves that. Yes. I always thought our moms would make the cut too. I feel like your mom. I feel like your mom is whenever she's back in town. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the real housewife she's of the Campbell. Queen. Andy Cohen hit us up, honestly. <laughs> real housewives of Campbell, we're ready for you. Like if they could do a Montecito one, which would be boring, by the way, because it's just a bunch of rich people. Like, where's the drama? True. Well, I know Beverly well, Hills. But, but I feel like there's a lot of drama between rich people. Otherwise these shows does. wouldn't do well, huh? That's true. 
And it was called Real Housewives of Montecito Season 2, which I thought was very specific. The drink? Yeah. Wow. That was the full name, by the way. But yeah, the lunch was great, but like town and the people I'm like not so sure about. And the boutiques. Yeah. I'm not a fan of like spending my paycheck on, you know. I'm not a fan either. It's such a, it's a weird world, I feel like, because if you buy something that's super expensive, mm-hmm. usually, hopefully, it's like high quality. It'll last a long time. And it's probably not fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you buy something affordable and cute and all that stuff, I mean, affordable, like really cheap, then it's like someone made this somewhere and they're suffering yeah. because you bought this. It's like, where, where's the balance? What's the in-between? I feel really like ang- anxious when I have really nice clothes. Like I did buy a cardigan there and it mm-hmm. wasn't 200 bucks, by the way. It was lower than that. But I was also like, I noticed like a loop came out and I was uh, like, oh my God, how? Yeah. Like, how did I get this ruined already? That's why I hate buying nice clothes. Yeah. That's why like, we can't have nice things. We cannot. Are you a waxer? My eyebrows. Okay. Okay. I'm a waxer as well. <laughs> Not my eyebrows. <laughs> Yesterday I went to get a wax. The theme of the story is like, when people feel comfortable complimenting your clothes or like making conversation in public, mm-hmm. I love that shit. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite things in life. Like, I don't know you, but there's something about you that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or like, I think we can connect. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, very human. And it happened to me yesterday. But I was I was checking in to get waxed. And then <laughs> Some, somewhere. Somewhere on my body got waxed. Yes. <laughs> and um, this lady was checking me in and she like kept staring at my chest and I'm like my eyes are up here <laughs> and then <laughs> these babies aren't getting waxed today okay no these relax no, that is not the area that I got waxed and then um she checked me in she's like okay so and so will be out shortly but then she was like did you go to the Kendrick Lamar concert what it's because I was wearing the merch like some merch from his show oh my gosh I figured she was gonna ask me because she kept staring at the yeah, shirt yeah, like yeah. I think she was like let me make sure it's this tour before I asked. So mm-hmm. this person's not like, are you crazy? Of course I didn't go to the Kendrick show. But of course I went to the Kendrick of show. Of course, because you're not going to wear a random concert t-shirt like we talked about in episode four. <laughs> yes, exactly. Reference again. Yes. So she asked me that and I was like, yes. And she's like, which one did you go to? Because he had multiple shows, obviously, even in this area. And I'm like, I went to the first night in <laughs> Oakland. She's like, I went to that show. Oh, shit. Specifically. She's like, did you hear about the fight that broke out? And I was like, what? What fight? <laughs> no, dude, I was having a good time. Oh and my God. I, I've talked about my sort of hatred for general admission, episode yes. one. Yes. And so we were in seats because this was at Oracle Arena. Mm-hmm. Or what's it called now? It's Oakland called Arena. Or- yeah, Oakland, yeah. Oakland Arena. So anyway, we were in seats, but she's like, oh, yeah, in general admission, like an actual fight broke out. Wow. At this Kendrick Lamar concert. And I'm like, I literally had no idea. And she's like, yeah, a friend of a friend sent me a video while we were both at the concert. And I'm like, ha, ha, general mission is just another world. Apparently, yeah. And then she just kept talking. And I was like, oh, okay, we're actually going to talk right now. Like, oh, wow. This is fun. Where'd you guys segue from that? Well, it was it was a smooth segue. Like, she was like, I'm actually going to another concert tomorrow. Okay. And I'm like, Spill. who? Sabrina Carpenter. Okay, cute. Cute. She's a Disney Channel star. But you know what's so funny? I was, no was kind of laughing at this. Um, she was like... Apparently at previous Sabrina Carpenter shows, the crowd was getting too rowdy. Are you serious? Dude, dead ass. And by the way, like I did not get this warning about Kendrick or other shows that I've been to who definitely should have gotten that warning. But she was like, oh, the show got really rowdy. So like the security upped and like they're really looking out for people who are being like too aggressive in the crowd. That's hilarious because she is the most petite person ever. And And her her music reflects that, right? Yeah. And her fans are like 
our age or lo- like way younger. Yes. 16 years old. And I think because they're kind of like a lot of kids and teens and stuff who maybe have never experienced a mosh pit and think Sabrina Carpenter concert is the best place to yeah. do it. I don't know. Apparently people are being aggressive. Also, if it's like an all general mission show, people push. Yeah, Because like, they want to get to the front. Yeah. Which I think is just silly. That, yeah, that calls for... For something cat fights or something yes yeah, yes definitely. but i just thought it was so funny like we just talked about this kendrick yeah. lamar show like having a great time obviously no warning there of like a fight might break out please be careful right and then she's like but this sabrina carpenter show there were warnings <laughs> like please be careful like, so what so I have my my mace yes <laughs> bring my mace bring your your boxing gloves whatever yep. you need to make it through the show oh my gosh but i was i was like all right i'm gonna go get my shit waxed have a great concert it was a nice human conversation, but it, it had a plot twist at the end that she was like mostly fearing this Sabrina Carpenter concert. She needed to get that out, apparently. Yeah. She needed to share that with someone. She saw my shirt and she's like, this is the person I'm going to share this with. She got in trouble, actually, Sabrina Carpenter. Like, she was kind of under fire, low-key. Oh, recently? Because I guess on April Fool's, she joked that she was pregnant. Oh, my and God. People got offended because they were like, what if some people can't get pregnant and you shouldn't joke about that? I'm like, are are we getting too sensitive? Yeah. Like, it's just a joke. And, like, she wasn't saying, like, other people can't get pregnant. Like, not to hurt those people. Like, right. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, millennials, because we're millennials. So I yeah, won't we're label customers. us as millennials. But I feel like millennials and older label our generation, millennials and Gen Z, as, like, overly sensitive people. Yeah. Which, in some cases, I appreciate about Gen Z. Like, sure. I'm like... We should care, like, we should give a shit about yeah. what's coming out of people's mouths. Right. You know? But I don't know if I agree with this, this mm-hmm. level of oversensitivity. I mean, I understand because there are people in my life and not in my life who I know, like, either struggled a lot to get pregnant mm-hmm. or couldn't at all. Yeah. So obviously it's a sensitive topic, but I don't know, like, if it's a joke. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like, like you said, it's not like she's saying, like, I'm pretending to be pregnant and I know everyone, like a lot of people in the world can't. Like, it's not like she's saying she, that. She doesn't have to either. Like, she doesn't have to say like not to offend other people. She right. Really, she really doesn't. I just think sometimes we just get too off track. Like, yeah. In what we actually care about. And we're like, oh, there, there are more important things to, there are to get mad over. Things. Yes. I'm like Ariana Grande, like apparently. In the this, donut shop? <laughs> no, in the donut shop. Do you remember that video? I do. Of course. TMZ was all over that. Yes. Of course. And. I guess this is more pop culture, but she also was like, hey, stop talking about my body. Like, oh, I saw that. She was like, please, like, like these stands are crazy. And we yeah. talk, we've talked about stands before, but these kids, I don't know if they're even kids. Honestly, I don't yeah. know what's going on, but they're like, oh, my God, you look so much healthier two years ago. And she's like, bro, like, even if you think you're doing something like yeah. you're not. And if you say I look healthier now, that also isn't great. Like, don't, just don't do it at all. Don't yeah. comment on someone's body at all. Like, you're not going to say that even to your friend. Right. So why bother saying it about a celebrity? Like, why? I don't know how celebrities handle that, to be honest. Like, beyond the fame and the money and whatever, I'm Mm -hmm. like, everyone observing you Mm -hmm. as you are, like, Mm -hmm. I could not. Like, again, Taylor Swift and Joel, when they broke up, like, she ended her relationship after, like, six years. Mm -hmm. At first, I was, like, shocked. I was like, oh, shit, like. That's crazy. Like, you've been together a long time. I thought this was, like, your forever person. Like, yeah. You guys collaborate. You guys write songs. You wrote songs about him and together. And it was, 
like seem like a loving relationship, but then people get so invested and it's just mm-hmm. like, and they're like, oh my God, I can't even listen to this album anymore. And I'm like, she's had other relationships. You've listened yeah. and it's been fine. We've moved on. Like, like you why are you so attached? Like, well, yeah, like I, I know my friend's favorite album is Lover, which is mostly about him, obviously. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's okay. It'll be okay. You can still <laughs> listen to it. It's okay. So. Well, I I feel like that's another note about art, though, is like the beauty of art should be that you yes. look at something and you can relate it to yourself mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. Or you understand like a broader theme. Yeah. But if you're like, this album is about Taylor Swift's relationship with someone. Yeah. Then you're attached to that. Then obviously, if they break up, you're going to hate the album. So I don't know. I feel like that's like precautionary tale of like, don't attach yourself to the celebrity's relationship. But she's always done that, though. Yeah. That's the thing with her. Like, she's unique in that she only goes from her personal experience. So yeah. she's like one of the only artists that does that. So it's so people get I think that's why they get so attached and they're like, I I'm so sad. I'm crying. It feels like a death. It feels like I've broken up with someone. I'm like, guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I wonder how people get to that point, though. Honestly, that's why I'm telling you. My Instagram is just all of that. Just yeah. Like, it's it, kind of like a drug, I feel like. It is. Yeah. It is, honestly, because you get that, like, dopamine yeah. hit. But then you have a come down after of, like, why do I care about this? Why am I getting fed this information? Like, it's not about me. She's obviously doing fine. Like, she's, <laughs> she's chilling. She's showing everyone she's chilling. So, I don't know. I think people get too invested. It's Coachella weekend one. I forgot about that. Holy shit. Are you emotionally prepared for your Instagram feed to be all Coachella? I'm actually heading down there right now after this <laughs> recording. Not. So she's not. We got to hop to it. <laughs> I, I mean, you've been. I've never been. I've been once. So you went to a great year. Yes. I would love to go if the lineup was like fucking bangers like after another. But I feel like this lineup was kind of low key. Like, you know, Decide. it's OK not to be there. It's OK not to be there. But did you know? That they are live streaming on all the stages. Oh, awesome. Like, like all at the same time? You can watch it from home. Holy crap. And all at the same time. All at the same time. Because even if you're there, you can't watch it all. Because I believe they used to only live stream the main stage. Yeah. But now it's like every stage, it doesn't matter. Oh, wow. So Knowing that, that, would you go still? Would I still go? If-, if the lineup was like really good, would you prefer to like really watch it at home? Or would you actually just go? Again, it depends on who, but probably I would stay home <laughs> just to right? save, probably just to save a lot of <laughs> no, money. No, I think I agree with you. This is why I ask. I no. mean, I don't think we're homebodies necessarily, but there's something about going to a festival like that's not down the street. <laughs> that's mm. like, that's a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort. Honestly. You know, a lot of people camp for Coachella. Yes, they do like real camping. Actual camping. Not glamping. Like, on the Coachella grounds. Ugh. Like they camp. Would you do that? No, because you would stink. You'd think, right, by Sunday, everyone would be, like, stanky a little You'd bit. You'd want to be away from each other, but it's so compact that you're, like. <laughs> I mean, if everyone's in tents and stuff, like. Oh, my God, the heat and the sweat and the. Oh. Fucking Indio, California. I don't think I could do it. The one time I went to Coachella, we stayed at Airbnb. Nice. And it was, like, a lovely situation. Of course. How did you get there? Did you just Uber to the campground? I don't remember. I think we were close enough to walk. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow. We either walked. I don't think That's we got location. an Uber because we knew it was, like. It was going to be wild. Mm. Actually, sorry, I may be making this shit up because it was a while ago. It was the Beyonce year when I went, but I think they had a bus. Oh. Like they had a few buses that would pick people up from certain points to good. take you in. And I feel like we did that. Okay, good. Good, good, good. They yeah. need to do that for all. All the music festivals? Uh, in the middle of nowhere, at least. Yes. 
Like no, I agree. Bottle I agree. Rock too, even yeah, can kind of be in the is in oh, the middle because of Nap in Napa, yeah, like there's no hotels in Napa really. Nope. Like I every time I go to Napa, I'm like, if I could open a hotel here, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, honestly though, no, honestly, seriously. but I don't think I, I'm. Ex- I don't know if I'm ready or not for my feed to be all Coachella. I don't know if I'm ready. But I am excited to watch it, the live stream. Yeah, I don't even... Who's the headliner this year? I know Frank Ocean will be there. Isn't um, Rosalia or... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rosalia. 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 Yes. Wait, Kendrick's there? Mm, Kendrick's at Outside Lands and a few other festivals. What did you say before? Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. He is there this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the headliners. Like, he would have been the reason I went if I did go. But I'll watch a live stream any time of that. Right. Because he's performing and he never performs. So yes. For sure. I'll watch that. Are you familiar with the Dreamville tour or Dreamville festival? No. What's that? So. Uh, oh, wait. Is that the one with Chance the Rapper? No, that's. Well. That's a different one. That's the jazz. Not the no? one with Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. This is J. Cole. Okay. Yeah. He like his label is called Dreamville because he's mm. from um, Charlottesville. Okay. So he called it Dreamville and then a bunch of people like either from Charlottesville or people he just liked Oh wow! went on his label. These are people like, um, I don't know if you heard of these people, but like Earth Gang, J.I.D., Ari Lennox. Oh she's yeah, of R&B. course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. She's part of Dreamville. Okay. So, but they have a big festival and so like Usher was the headliner one day. <laughs> nice. And then the next day it was J. Cole performed, but he was not the closer of the night. It was Drake because <gasps> J. Cole and Drake are good friends. And we, by the way, we watched the live stream. We were really debating going like, oh, should we go to this stream? And it's in Virginia? It's in North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So. Holy crap. <sighs> we were watching the live stream and it was great. And Drake came out and honestly, I just loved it. Have are you familiar with Camp Flogna? I'm sorry, I'm going all I over the place. I feel like, yes. This was Tyler, the creator's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he brought out Drake <sighs> and everyone booed him off stage. Did you hear about that? No. This was years ago. Oh, years I wasn't ago. There. Okay. I was not there. But this was like the last Camp Flogna Why would festival. they boo him off stage? Because everyone thought Frank Ocean was going to be there. Oh, shit. And then shit. Drake came out. Oh, shit. I feel so bad for Drake. Though. I feel I'm bad like, for him. I know you guys love his music. Like, yeah. It's hard to hate on Drake because like... His mu- his music is so catchy. Yeah. Just dance to it. Especially, like, if you're in the cuts of it. Like, you know people were listening to Drake at some point in their lives. Yeah. So, I don't know. Especially, like... That's so lame. Millennials. That's so Gen lame. Z. And also, if it was a bonus guest, like, you're going to yeah. take who you're going to get. Dude, they booed him off stage. And then Tyler, the creator, came out and was like, y'all are ungrateful. <gasps> like, he, he made a scene. But I was thinking about their relationship. Like, I wonder if Drake and Tyler, the creator, are, like, Boys. friends. Or, or if Drake's like, dude... You did me dirty. But it wasn't his fault. It wasn't Tyler's fault, but no. still horrifying. So anyway, I was a little scared about Drake coming out for this dream festival. <laughs> you were scared for him. A little like, bit. I mean, I am like, if I were Drake, I know it's Drake and I'm sure he's like, okay, I'll just roll around in my millions yeah. and cry there. But I was still anxious for him. I'm like, I wonder if every time he goes out in a festival, if he's like, I wonder if they're all going to boo for me because think- if people start booing in a crowd, everyone, like it's easy to start a wave, you know? Yep. Yeah. Anyway, no one booed. Everyone oh like sincerely appreciated this performance. And he brought out so many people. And I have to highlight, he brought out Lil Wayne. Oh my gosh, I think I did see this. For the motto. Holy crap. Oh my God. Oh my It God. was amazing. I was like, we were, we were driving. <laughs> and I was like holding the phone. And I'm like, oh my God. I wasn't driving. I was passenger princess. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, he actually brought out Lil Wayne. It was like such a... <sighs> It was so beautiful. That's so cool. I'm sad Nikki wasn't there, but it's okay. It's yeah, that's true. That would have been so cool. But Forgive still. Him. But still. But it was dope. <laughs> Jesus. 
like the next day I see a video and there's this like little concert, like it's actually in a small venue. And this guy's like, all right, it was in Toronto. He's like, this is a small time rapper. Like, we're just going to bring him out, show him some love. They didn't. He's opening up for the show. Nope. It was fucking Drake. God damn. Yeah. Like Drake came out. It was like a super small venue and he was just like kind of opening up for the headliner, like whoever was actually there. What is he even saying? Like, like you have like 15 minutes what? <laughs> he started with um, Marvin's room, which I was surprised hmm. with because it's like super sad. Yeah, I was going to say that's, yeah. a, that's a downer. Yeah, I think that's his like uh, maybe he's in the mood right now. Maybe he's in the mood. He might be in his feels. He might and be not in his, his feelings. feelings. I think he always is. I think he always is. But yeah, <laughs> I had to give you that update. That's not going, we're, Neither of us are going to Coachella, but nope. I am having a lot of fun streaming these shows because a lot of people do come out <laughs> yeah. at once. That's like. The beauty of a, a music festival. So I'm look, having a good time watching look, it from home. I'll go to Palm Springs, but I'm not uh, I'm not going to Indio anytime soon. <laughs> I'm going to Palm Springs and relaxing. We'll go to Palm Springs and then stream Coachella yeah, from there. At the same time. Exactly. We hear it from our Airbnb. Something that crossed my mind the other day okay. when I was in the In and Out line, as I am. Mm-hmm. I really commend In and Out for not succumbing to the food delivery world. Like DoorDash. Have you ever thought of this? Like how you can't DoorDash in and out? This has crossed my mind. Wow. Yeah, you. I guess you can't. You have to go there and like experience it. And That's I, so I wonder better. how that conversation went. Like the CEO, if they were like, it's part of the experience. Like people have to come in. We're not going to succumb to the big corporations. Yes. Because they were never, they've never done it, right? No. Like I think if they did it during the pandemic, they would continue doing it. Sure. But you know how fast they chop those fucking fries at In-N-Out. Like, <laughs> they imagine they're people. serving the drive-thru, the people inside, and DoorDash. Door- I don't Ugh. know. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You would just get so confused. And and those DoorDash drivers, they're very, you know, incessant. Like, they're, like, right yeah. up on them. Yes. I don't think they would appreciate that. No, no, no. I That is true. They're, like, the only restaurant. That I could chain. think of. Yeah, yeah. Because all the other fast food ones do it. I mean, even now you can get things door dashed from like across the country. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like it takes a few days to get to you. But some restaurants, like really famous ones, Mm -hmm. like there's several in New York that you can get. Oh, yeah. You can get Cake Boss cakes now. Yes. Like what? I know. And when I saw that, I was like, how? And then I saw that it was like a three to five day delivery. And I'm like, I see. I see how. I get it now. It's not Amazon. It's not an Amazon situation. No. But I'm like. All these places are doing it and they're doing it like big, right? Like mm-hmm. they're going across the country to ship their shit to people. So I'm lot. just, I feel proud of In-N-Out for being like, we're good. Yeah. Like I'm proud of them our too. business is good. I might get some In-N-Out. Right? I feel like we should. Go support. <laughs> no, no. Go support now. They need it. <laughs> they, they need they us. Don't. They're doing perfectly fine. <laughs> but this thought crossed my mind the other day. I'm like, I can't think of another restaurant like this. I and it's genius. I can't think of anything. Yeah. And they're so busy that it's like, that's just. That would take it out of the – that would make it so much more taxing, honestly. Yeah. Just waiting there because, like, you know DoorDash is going to be, like, priority. Yes, versus yes. Versus people actually there. Yeah. Because I hate Starbucks because they always do the fucking mobile orders. Like, First. they do 10 mobile orders and then they have, like, oh, one. Oh, You could be the only person at a Starbucks it's and your, true. Th- your shit's still going to take some it's time. It's happened. Yeah. It's happened. So <laughs> She's seen it. And the drive-thru, fine. They're actually coming there. I respect that. Yeah. But the people DoorDashing Starbucks. I know. Mm, I don't, I don't think I've ever DoorDashed Starbucks. I don't think I would. Shout out to In-N-Out. Shout out to In-N-Out for sure. Our fun fact corner this week. Apparently. I don't know if you knew this. On the Be Real app, if you go to the comment section, it shows how many retakes someone has done. <gasps> Did you know this? Oh, no, I didn't. So 
me yesterday or whatever, like I retook my thing like thrice. And then I clicked on someone's photo to comment on it. And it said like one retake. And I was like, no. And I saw my own and it said three retakes. And I'm like, why? Who requested this feature on Be Real? Dude, they're being even more real though. They have to. They <laughs> have to. They can't be fake. They they have to dox you. I was I was three retakes. Shocked. Just kidding. I know. Just kidding. I know. You're like, now I have to think about it. So now that- I have to really be real about it, I guess. But it was just kind of funny. I mean, I saw this for the first time like yesterday, and I'm like, I have to tell Serene. Yeah. I don't know if she knows, but I need to warn her. I didn't know that, so I'm gonna be more conscious now. You can't see it unless you comment, like you go to the comment screen. Okay. But I had to share just to warn the listeners, to warn you. Yeah, I will go to everyone's know? comment section. Right, and just blow to be up their like, spot. How many? How many t- times did like, you take this? Take number four didn't work out. <laughs> Question mark. You had to do five. Really? Really? And it looked like this? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Five tries and this is the output? Really? Really? I didn't, when I first got Be Real like a year ago, I was so confused by it. Mm-hmm. And I was just Me like, too. I took off the notifications. I was like, these are annoying. And then I was like, oh, that's the whole point. <laughs> like you have to know when to post though. An actual like Gen Z person introduced me to Be Real and I was like, I don't get what you're saying. <laughs> so what's the purpose of this? Right. There's no followers. There's no. Mm, I know. Interesting. Like, you can't scale this. Like, there's no influencers. <laughs> You're just thinking I don't scales. understand. I I am convinced Instagram's gonna buy them. Probably, and, huh? And I wouldn't want that, but I'm just convinced at this point. It would be difficult though for Instagram to like figure their shit out of how they would mesh them. I guess, but yeah. I can see them like acquiring them and keeping them separate apps. I just feel like the Zuck man has his head in the wrong areas. Like he's focusing too much on the meta situation. He really is. And he really is. I feel like I don't even like to think about it. It makes me cringe a little bit. Yeah, he makes me cringe a lot. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah. He was like, Oh, I'm gonna lay off a bunch of people, but actually I'm gonna go on paternity leave so you guys can deal with that. Wow. Yeah, because he's supposed to go on paternity leave soon. And then he was like, just kidding, I'm gonna lay off people. So I'm still mad at the Zuck man for buying like half of Kauai and oh, yeah. living there. Or just another CEO the land who's or selling will not it be named has uh, also purchased land in Hawaii and is not. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure many, many have. But Ugh. anyway, if you don't know what Be Real is, by the way, it's this app where once a day you basically get like two minutes. It's a two minute time frame where you're supposed to take a photo, and it takes like one from the front camera, one from the back camera. Was that what it's called? Yeah, you, it just flips. Yeah, yeah. It takes two photos, and it's just supposed to be like you're supposed to be real. It shows what you're doing in that exact moment. So we're reflecting on that, and if you you can say like, no, I want to retake this. So now it shows you like, <laughs> oh, this person took three Several. takes at this shot or whatever. Of course, of course. So don't be like in the shower and doing it, you know? Yes. Just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You don't have to be that real. <laughs> like you can don't wait. Don't be too real. You, you can, can be like a few minutes late. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like, a, like a half an hour, hour is fine. Yeah. I've been very late. Oh yeah, same. Like, I'm like, I'm not in the mood right now. I know. I'm not in the mood. I do not want to be real right now. (laughs) I really do not. It's a good excuse. I don't want to be real right now. I really don't. Yeah. I was on a Zoom meeting and there was a PowerPoint presentation that I was looking at. And this person was presenting and they were talking about themselves and fun facts about them. So like they went to a certain university or they travel a lot. And then there was one thing that caught my eye. Oh, God. So we get to his fun facts. His first fun fact. Andrew Jackson is my seventh great-grandfather. 
Is that a flex? Is that a flex? Why is that your fun fact? Right. What the fuck? He didn't even address it. He said every other thing on that slide. Interesting. Like he knows it's wrong. Yeah. You have to know that's upsetting, right? He had to be like, Andrew Jackson was a slave owner and also my seventh great grandfather. Like, Like, why is that a fun fact? It's not fun. I don't like it. It's not even, it's, don't even, don't even put it. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. It it wasn't great. I was waiting for the person to acknowledge it. And he was too embarrassed too, I'm sure. Yes. He didn't even, I'm like, is everyone else seeing what's happening right now? Am I crazy? It's odd. It wasn't ever brought up in this presentation? No. Wow. It's not relevant. I'm sure. Just getting to know this person. (laughs) And they put that as their fun fact. Wow. I was floored. I don't like that. It wasn't great. It's like saying, like, yeah. I'm a little speechless. I don't even know how I would react if someone was like, do you know who I am? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Andrew Jackson's great, 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 great grandson. (laughs) It's like, don't fuck with me. It's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm sure Andrew Jackson's tree is quite large. His family tree. Yes, because he... Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no words need to be said. No words need to be said. So I'm like, I'm I'm just not sure that's something to be proud of. I wouldn't put that on a PowerPoint. It 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 I was in disbelief that it said fun above that statement. Right. Fun that's fact. not fun. You know what is fun? What? Apparently I'm related to the guy who inspired Colonel Sanders. Oh yeah. I forgot about this. I feel like that's a fun fact. That I He was a racist, up. right? Well, I I'm not gonna lie, he might have been. So it's not a fun fact. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, you're right. I mean, it's not Andrew Jackson level of not fun. It's not, yeah. But it's a few it's Guys, a few notches below. Hit us up with the facts that what Colonel did, what problematic things he did. Send <laughs> yes. them to Mariah and her Instagram. <laughs> Just blow up her So spot. that I can let my mom's side of the family know. She's going to be canceled. Like, <laughs> Please don't cancel me. Please don't. Can't control my ancestors. No, you can't, unfortunately. But also, you can control what you put in a- In a PowerPoint. In a PowerPoint. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't share- Colonel Sanders. I would definitely wouldn't share Andrew Jackson. This week's topic is things that make us irrationally angry for no reason. Right. Things that are maybe not significant enough to bring up in therapy, but they're causing us some distress. Yes. And maybe listeners can relate to these things. Perhaps. I hate when people do the question mark react to my text message <laughs> and don't ask any follow-up questions. They just put a question mark. And I'm like, did you not understand what I said? Right. I'm not going to explain myself again. Why are you reacting to it this way? Interesting. I mean, I agree. It pisses me off. I agree. It's like if you gave me a look and you were just like, huh? I know. I hate when people do that too. See? I hate when people do that too. Unless they just can't hear me. They're like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. But if they're like, huh? You sound stupid right now. (laughs) Which is essentially what the question mark is. Literally. I'm like, are you too stupid not to understand it? Right. Why, why do I have to keep explaining? Right. I'm not putting more energy into this. I said what I said. <laughs> she said what she said. You know, the only time I think you should use the question mark reaction when? is on your own text. Like if you ask hmm. a question, let's say you and your friend are going back and forth and you're chatting about a bunch of things and you ask them a question, but then you send like another text mm-hmm. and they only respond to that second text. Oh, sure. Like if you miss a question. Sure. If the person you're talking to misses a question, I feel like it's fair to like be like, yeah, I'm gonna bring that back because that's. That's helped me in the past. Okay, that's fine. That's acceptable? That's acceptable in my world. I think men tend to 
if you send multiple things, they will respond to the last thing. I think women are yes. better in general. Oh my God. Yes. At responding to each thing. This is one of my pet peeves. It's a big pet peeve. Yeah. Another thing that makes me irrationally upset. If you just respond to the last thing I said and yep. just ignore all the other things, which I don't send a bunch of texts at the same time every now and then. Yeah. Just acknowledge if it's an it. exciting moment. Just acknowledge it all in one text. You don't have to send me multiple texts back because then it's <laughs> going to be a very long chain. Another pet peeve of mine is when I'm about to hang out with someone or we have plans coming up and I'm like, are we still doing that thing? And they're like, they cancel. <sighs> they're like, no, I can't because of this or that. I'm really like, when when did you plan to tell me that? Right. Because if you wouldn't have asked, you wouldn't have known until the day of probably. Probably like 10 minutes before. Yeah. And they're like, oh, by the way, I'm not coming. Or I don't know. In, they would just in, ignore you. Right. In those situations, I'm like, would this have happened eventually? You know, like if I asked 10 minutes before, are you on your way? Then they would have been like, oh, sorry, I'm not coming. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Which one would make you more pissed off if they just flaked on you, like didn't say anything or they give you a heads up a little bit? Like the day of? Yeah. I know. I appreciate a response. I don't mind the flakiness, but like 10 minutes before feels like a little too close. Yeah. You're you're planning your whole day around it. Yes. I think San Francisco needs to stop trying to make bagels a thing here. <laughs> I think they need to stop Is making Is someone them. trying to make bagels a thing? There's so many new bagel bakeries that I read oh, about. Oh, wow. And it makes me upset because, yeah. you know- I've lived in New York. You've lived in New York for a time. We know what a bagel and cream cheese is. It should taste like. It's three fifty, maybe. Yeah. Highest level. Bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, I don't know, five, six dollars. New York listeners. Unless it's a bodega, then it's like even cheaper. I yeah. Feel like. Let me know if it's still cheap back there because I don't remember. But here. It's like $10. Baby. It's like $10 for a bacon, egg, and yeah. cheese. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. If you just want, like I do extensive research on these new bagel places because I'm like, do you guys add this cream cheese on top or do I have to buy a tub of cream cheese from you? And some of these places you have to get the bagel and you toast it at home if you want to toast it, right? They don't toast it for you. Mm -hmm. They don't put spread on for you. It looks like you have to buy a $7 tub of cream cheese. What? Seven So that's 10 bucks you're spending on a bagel and cream cheese. Absolutely not. What are you doing, San Francisco? Just, That's nuts. Just put it on. Just be a normal bodega. Just put it on. Why do I have to buy a tub of cream cheese with the side of my bagel? Mm -hmm. You're basically buying the cream cheese with the side of a bagel. Right. It's like, no. I, I feel like they're all disillusioned people to go into these places. I'm like, this is not how it should be. Yes. This is not normal. They're like gentrifying bagels somehow. <laughs> somehow they managed to do it. I don't know how they did it, these people, but I'm just like, can we stop? Like, there's a reason why New York bagels are good. I feel like you know it's an authentic New York shop when the spreads are laid out like gelato. Yes. In yes. the case. That's it's never going to be I've never like seen that. that in San Francisco. I've never seen a bagel shop like that. You're never going to see it. You're just going to see tubs of cream cheese that are $7. It's very disappointing. Yeah. I, I, I feel like people are um, naive and uh, you're taking advantage of. And it's not like the like money in terms of like rent is super different between San Francisco and New York. No. It's not like. There's a difference there, yeah. at least not much. So bagels should be able to be a similar price. So yeah. I agree with you. Somehow they're gentrifying bagels here, and that's not right. I like to consider myself a friendly and somewhat outgoing person. Sure. If you and I are out to dinner, Serene, mm -hmm. and someone comes up to me that I know, I'm mm -hmm. going to make a point at some point to introduce you to that person, to be like, oh, this is so-and-so. Like if they're like, hey, Ryan, what's up? Oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. I'm going to be like, Hi. This is my friend Serene. 
Bye. Right. I have been in one too many situations where I'm on the other side of the table. I'm in your shoes, right? Uh-huh. And someone walks up to, or we are interacting for a long time sometimes with someone who the person I'm with knows. Like they walk up to our table or whatever and mm-hmm. they're like, they start a conversation. Yep. Sometimes it's a long ass conversation. Yes. And I never get introduced to, like, it's never like, by the way, this is my friend or whatever. Oh my God. So they're just ignoring you? The I'm just kind of like staring between both parties. Yeah, like, you're like, what's going on? This I is can't a great conversation. I'm just waiting to sort of butt in because I guess I have to do this myself. Oh my God. But, you know, usually when you run into someone, it's like a quick thing. Yeah. But sometimes it's like long conversations that I don't feel comfortable like butting into because obviously I don't know one of the people. Yeah. But this happens to me one, one too many times, I think. Jeez. Yeah. What? Where it's like the, there's friends. no introduction. And <laughs> maybe I'll tell you off the mic <laughs> these specific cases, but it's like sometimes we'll be that person will be talking to the person I'm with for like a while. Oh my like gosh. At least several minutes. Jesus. And I'm like, I feel like at some point you could have been like, this is Mariah, it, by the way. It's either a responsibility of your friend to be like, hey, this is my friend, like just to break the conversation or it's their their job also could be, yeah. hey, who are you? Like, yes. they're still being rude, in my I agree, opinion. I agree. They're still being rude of like, oh, who's your friend? Or I agree. What? I would say like 10, 10 to 20% responsibility on the person sure. who doesn't know me sure. to be like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Yeah. Because there's a lot of outgoing people who have done that immediately. Like, they're like, oh, nice. Hey, nice to see you. Oh, ni- nice to meet you. you yeah, know? of course. Immediately, you do it which, right in that five-second yes, window. That's the window. Absolutely. But I think most of the responsibility, like you said, is on the person who we both know. Like mm-hmm. the mutual friend should be like, oh my gosh, so nice to run into you. Yeah. Maybe a little conversation. And then this is my friend Mariah mm-hmm. or my whoever Mariah. Yeah. You know what? If they were, if they, if you were their boyfriend or girlfriend, mm. do you think it would be less like that? They would introduce them immediately, I feel like. Like if you were with your partner and they didn't know your partner. You would hope. You would hope, but maybe they have like a, an, a leg up. If it's like, if they're surprised to see the person sure. or maybe they think you know them, I don't know. Maybe there's a thousand reasons or it's just like they miss the window. Like if you <laughs> miss that window, I feel like it's really hard. You could be the stuck there friend. for an hour, yes. like longer than your actual meetup <laughs> Right. for them talking. You're like, wait, why am I yeah. here again? It's a, it is a pet peeve of mine though. This was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode really? where Larry does This specific in, case? This specific case, Larry doesn't introduce his friend. And he's like, and his other friend's like, why didn't you introduce me? I'm not important to you. And he's <laughs> That's like, kind of how I feel. He's though. like, what? It was a two second thing. It's it's fine. You're never going to see him again. Uh-huh. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's it's a great episode. That's you got to so watch funny. that one. But yeah. yeah, this same exact case. Yeah. I guess there there is a special case, though, if it's truly like a, a walk by. Yes. And it's like, oh, hey, good to see you. And like, you're literally walking in different directions or like no one's stopping to talk yeah. to the other person. That might be the fair case to be like. There did not need to be an introduction there. I agree with that. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at The Midday Buzz. And if you're listening on Spotify, we have a poll and a Q&A below. So just scroll a little bit and you'll see it. Thank you.